Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with The Chris and Sandy Show, where you get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every of us, we had a great one for you. Who do we have? Back returning one. Ah, yes, one of our favorite returning guests. We have Hillary Reese with us today. She is a 16-year-old singer, songwriter, and instrumentalist from Mississippi. Her upcoming single, All the Good Ones Are Crazy, is slated for release today, August 5th. And we're excited to talk to her about that yes. and then some. So welcome to the show. Welcome Thank back. Thank y'all for having me. I'm so glad to be back. I really loved my time last time, so I just had to come back. So yeah, thank y'all. So tell us what's gone on since you've been on the show. It feels like everything. <laughs> um, I've started, you know, changing up necessarily some of the people I work with, um, changing up my environment. Doing things like that, um, I'm still traveling back and forth to Nashville all the time, but I felt like, especially because of COVID and stuff, I made myself sit home and really reflect and write and do everything like that. And now I finally have the music that I feel like represents me. So I feel like it's a completely different and new chapter. Love that. You know, next yeah. Thursday, we'll be in Nashville for four nights. Well, that's oh, great. I go back at the end of the month and I'm oh. so excited. I guess it, we're going on the 18th. I think it, was a week it, from it would have been in a month. Where, you know, like last year, we did it on my 50th birthday, which is in um, August 28th. Um, right. But this year, we were going to do it for my birthday again. But then um, little Chris got invited for all of us to go to Great Wolf Lodge. Yes, um, for a few days. Mid, yeah. um, in fact, we'll be leaving next Monday. Not Monday, but Monday after that. Mm -hmm. um, for that, for three nights. Um, and I was, I was like, you know what? Why don't we just combine the trips instead of going at the end of the month to Nashville? We'll just combine them so they kind right. of save a little money. Right. We're already yeah. halfway up there. Mm -hmm. at that point, yeah. Exactly. I've never been to Great Wolf Lodge myself, but because all of my family vacations, they tend to be at the beach because we're so close <laughs> oh, to the beach. <laughs> so I, I mean, beach. Gulf Shores, everything like that. Those those are my places growing up and still to this day. That's where we go. <laughs> yeah. Right now, until we move, there are going place mostly is Nashville. <laughs> right. I mean me too. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you're in Nashville? Um I write, I record, I play gigs, do everything along those lines, everything you know an artist typically does there. But, you know, when I have spare time, I love to just play tourist in Nashville. I mean, I guess I am a tourist. I live there, but I feel like it's my second home. So um, I, I'm in the studio usually working a lot, so I don't get a lot of downtime. But when I do, I love to go eat at, like, my favorite restaurants. Like, Chewy's, I can tear up that crack sauce that they have there. I don't know if y'all have ever been there. But I always, I always make a stop there. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, because um, we're like I said, we're going back four time, you know, for four nights this four week. Nights. But in mm -hmm. October for our twentieth anniversary, we're going for seven nights. Yes. Oh wow! I'm super excited about that. Yeah, I absolutely love Nashville, Franklin, everywhere around there. <clears throat> so, are you ever? Do you have plans of eventually making that move there? I do, um, but being only sixteen, it's kind of hard to plan that <laughs> far ahead. My mom. Right. Is very clear. I'm not moving out till 19 unless you <laughs> so, um, But, you know, I still, I'm in school. I'm homeschooled, so I can take it anywhere, but that's still okay. busy a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would love to move to Nashville, obviously, but I wanted to make sure all my ducks are in a row. Yeah. It's a right. city, as we all know, and it's a city that 
is full of really talented artists and really good artists. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make sure I'm at the level and confident yeah. enough in myself sure. and my ability and who I know and, you know, make sure all my ducks are in a row. Yeah. It's like right. with us, we was planning on moving there next year. Um, but we might, it might be the year after that. Cause we want to make sure we have a found because Nashville's one, one of them places, either you make it or you go broke. Right. Exactly. It's like LA, either you make it or you go broke and you got to right. be careful, you know, on how you do that. You know, again, you want to step out on faith and say, you know what? God's guided me. We're going and we're going to do this. But at the same time, you also want to also have some ducks in the road too. So you kind of, it's a balancing act. Right. And I think, you know, and God also says, be still. Yeah. So, you know, make sure that you are really reflecting and, you know, teaching yourself new things and taking the time to learn because that's important too. So, I mean, God says, be still. Sometimes it's not always necessary to uproot everything, especially with the world of COVID. So much can be done online and from your home now mm -hmm. that when I first started, couldn't. So I've def I've stayed, you know, where I'm at to do a lot of things that maybe I used to have to go to Nashville yeah. for. Yeah. And that's been a really good way, you know, I've been able to yeah. navigate things and learn new things too without me having to constantly be there. Yeah, I remember years ago we interviewed one of my friends from Nashville and he he talked about, you know, he has a little different approach than a lot of people, but I think his approach is what you're doing. You know, he said a lot of people they come to Nashville they make that move and then they're intimidated because everybody on the corner is better than you almost when you first get there. Right. He said, what he always recommends people is build your local base first, then your regional base. So that as you make that move, even if you're intimidated, you'll still have your base to help keep you afloat while you build from there. Right. I completely agree. And I'm still, again, I know I'm going to change. I'm 16. So I'm going to be different next month than I am right now. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I want to make, when I do make that move to Nashville, make sure I'm 100% confident in what I've done. Do the groundwork first, because that's important. You can't do anything without groundwork. Yep. And then make sure I know exactly who I am, which I'm getting there. Um, but it's going to change every day, like I said, until you've really got to go in with that confidence if you, I think, want to achieve something in Nashville. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I always like to go deeper to that. When did it actually click for you that, man, this could be a career path? I don't know if it even still has. Like, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, I just feel so blessed every day that I get to do this that I don't even think of it really as the career aspect. I mean, obviously, there's the whole business side. I enjoy that part, too. But I just feel like it is like the greatest thing I could do and ever want to do. So, I mean, that in that sense, I don't ever feel like I'm working. But mm -hmm. until I'm at the end of the day, like, can't keep my eyes awake, you know, after I've been meetings and stuff all day. But I would say it kind of clicked that I could do this on a further level when I started getting some attention on videos on Facebook when I was like 10 or 11 years old. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. and I mean, that just kind of rocked my world completely because my whole world was I was president, like student council, and I was in band and things like that. So when I saw that, you know, you could do all this stuff, I was like, I never knew because I was just a girl from Mississippi <laughs> with parents and education. My daddy's a football coach. So okay. seeing that, you know, you could do stuff like this without money 
and yeah. without um you know without family that knew it all i always thought you kind of had to have be some big wigs daughter in the industry <laughs> that was loaded to do this that is the furthest thing from the truth you social can be media has been the game changer for sure yeah. and it has helped me so much in that aspect especially getting started Mm -hmm. Because yeah. you ain't making money from the get-go. That's for sure. Right. That's true. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, if anything, you're investing money in like little videos and, you know, this and that. And I was, I, I didn't have a big investment. My parents, they just didn't have it. So it was really yeah. up to me and my mom to figure this out in a way that we could afford it, in a way that could be sustainable. And social media elevated that so much. And you've developed a pretty powerful fan base through social media. Yes. yes I'm so blessed to have all of them. Um, and they've grown up with me, which is really cool. Um, well, that's awesome. And, right. Being on Facebook and stuff since I was 10, I've had a lot of the same fans since then. So that's six years. Oh, wow. Still. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I mean, I know them by name and they followed my whole journey. And so we've been a fan since you were 14. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, like, it's crazy to think back and think like I've known y'all since I was 14. I've known my fans a lot of <laughs> since I was 10, you know. Yeah. So they've made that investment in me and I made that investment in them. So they're counting on me and I'm counting on them. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking a little bit about the rough tuness, and I always like to go there a little bit. You know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they do not see the grind, the sacrifices that you have to make to make it on any level within entertainment. And I always right. want to talk about mm -hmm. that because I think that this side of it is a little bit of sugar-coated. People don't want to talk about it, and then they step into something that they don't know what they're doing, and then they realize, ooh, this is a little more than I thought. Um, so first, has it been more than you thought? And second, um, tell us some of the sacrifices you've had to make. It is 1000% been more than I thought. <laughs> um, I think I was, you know, like everybody or most people, I'd say, where I thought you woke up and you had a number one song on country radio, <laughs> you know, so I, I didn't know the amount of effort it took to get such small accomplishments, especially when you're independent. I mean, but on any level, really signed independent, it's, it takes work um, and it takes commitment. So that's been the biggest thing. And honestly, you don't know what steps to take when you're starting out. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to do it. You don't know who to talk to, but that just constant commitment was that biggest thing I had to learn working at it every single day asking questions and asking you know hey can i play here even though it's somewhere i had no business playing like bars and stuff <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. worst they're gonna say no you know mm -hmm. um and then you know some of the sacrifices i've had to make there's been several but i wouldn't change them for the world i mean i remember when i was little i had a gig um that came up but i had a concert that i'd been looking forward to it was a miranda lambert concert oh, i've been looking forward yeah. to it forever but I was like, and I even cried a little. I was like, I wanted to go so bad. But I was like, yeah. but here, I have a gig. This is what I want to do. This is my passion. I'll see Miranda later. And I did, thankfully. And she was great. Um, again, me homeschooling, you know, um, that was one of those things I kind of had to do just because I was yeah. missing so much school and everything like that. So I really am missing a lot of normal teenage things, you know kind of weird i still live in my hometown and i'm seeing these other people go and be regular teenagers and do this stuff but <laughs> i'm like oh 
I got a meeting later. Like, <laughs> we'll <be> there. <laughs> have you lost friends because of that? I have lots. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> another I, sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, people don't get that. I really don't have many close friends at all. I, I think a lot of people look at me on social media because I have had, you know, a little bit of success and they think I'm just this, you know, bell of the ball. Everybody <laughs> loves me and that's really not it. Um, people, a lot of people and me don't click just because we're on two different wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also really annoying. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I have to go to bed at nine because I have an interview at 6 a.m. I have a radio interview. You know, like I'm yeah. one of those people. I'm very committed, maybe to a fault. I don't know, but my music and my career is always going to come first. And yeah. a lot of people, they don't like that. I'm like, I'm not going and sitting at Sonic till 2 a.m. Like, it's just not happening. So <laughs> I, I have lost friends. I've lost normal teenage experiences. Wow. But oh, in the overall scheme of things, I wouldn't change it. You know, and you're, you know, you're living proof that you can make it no matter what, because you're definitely on that grind and you're doing what it takes mm -hmm. and you will be a top. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much that means to me, honestly, because when somebody <laughs> acknowledges the work you've put in, like you want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> we understand that because we, we put a lot of work in with mm -hmm. this show and not yeah. everybody understands it. They think that, you know, yeah. we have 30 to 60 minutes of fun and we do during the show. That's where yeah. we shine. Yeah. But all the rejections and the no's and the yeses that turn into no's and the yeses that Ooh, they ghost you and, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and scheduling sure. and all this and, oh, we're getting this person and then no, we're not getting this person. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine because, you know, with gigs, it's the same thing. I'm having a blast, those whatever the amount of time the set is. But the hours and hours and hours of practicing it takes beforehand, finding consistent backup players, you know, that's a thing in itself too. Oh, and wow. Fighting for the gigs constantly and a lot of places don't want to pay you when you're, you're first starting out and you're like, dude, it takes $200 to get there and gas. <laughs> like, come on. And then you got your team to pay. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, <coughs> those things it's a constant struggle um you know just just fighting for what you want but anything good's worth fighting for and i know you know that exactly mm -hmm. now you're going to perform for us right i am i didn't know that until now but <laughs> I so, so tell us the, the song you're going to pray and then the floor yeah. is yours okay um this is going to be all the good ones are crazy awesome um, we can't wait to hear it i'm excited for y'all to hear it it came out today it actually, I woke up and there's this radio station I love in Ireland called Down the Road Radio. And they've been a huge supporter of mine. I woke up and they sent me that I had the number one country song in Ireland this morning. Oh, wow. oh that's amazing. Wow. So that made me super stoked. Thank you to them for letting me know. But um, yeah, this song came out today and the music video is going to come out um, next Friday, August the 12th. Awesome. Great. Mm -hmm. The floor is yours. Yeah. Thank you. I just chowed down on some Mexican food. So <laughs> Get adjusted.
Love it. Great job. Great song. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorites um, that we've recorded recently. So tell us how that song came together. Um, the song honestly didn't take too far looking to find inspiration. It's about my family. And it is true. So wow. Down to names and everything. Um my cousin Tammy, Grandpa Larry, every everything's true in it. And you'll kind of get to put faces to the names in the video because I got all my family to be in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, we can't what was that like? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of people being like, oh, your family's crazy. And, this and that. there's some <laughs> crazy mm -hmm. stories because if it wasn't a little bit crazy, it wouldn't be interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team that makes you. And uh, we right. all, we, the teams mm -hmm. never get the love they deserve, but on our show, they get some love. 
So take a few moments and tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Honestly, it's just currently right now me and my mom. Mm. <laughs> uh, I say my mom's on my team. She probably wishes she wasn't, but I'm a mom. <laughs> so it has to be. Yeah. Um, she's my um, she's my everything when it comes to just having a support system. Because my daddy works so much. I mean, he's mine too. But, you know, it's hard for him to keep up with everything that goes on on a day-to-day basis. So it's me and my mom on every meeting and everything like that, just trying to navigate this crazy world. And for this release, I want to give a special shout-out to Adkins Publicity. They have done a fantastic job on, you know, just helping me look my best with this release and getting it. They're awesome. So I love them, yeah. So... Tell us a mom story. You know, you probably got a thousand of them, but tell us one that kind of stands out where your mom went above and beyond on something with your career. And you're like, wow, she really gets it. This is my passion and purpose. It's honestly an everyday thing with her. Like just seeing, you know, the amount of work she helps me with and does things like that. Um, But I'd say when I first started out, and again, I didn't know that this was a career, she mm-hmm. kind of saw something in me when I didn't, and nobody right. else really did because I look back at those videos and I'm like, nobody should have saw anything in me. <laughs> like, the, not at all. Um, you know, she was the one that she put me in singing lessons, this place that they gave you the opportunity to perform at little local places and stuff. Um, but she's the one that put my videos on Facebook and right. started my yeah. page. And, she dealt with, you know, the crazies that came out of the woodworks a little bit. After I'm sure you had a bunch of that, too. Yeah. Um, and she dealt with the great people, too. So I would definitely say mm-hmm. then she was, we call her, her name's Chrissy. So we call her Chrissy Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's um, definitely the momager. momager. She's the momager without being too much. Momager sometimes <laughs> has a bad stigma, but she's the one, she's like, I know you've got it, but just in case you don't, I'm here. <laughs> so, oh, that's, that's kind awesome. of the role she plays, and I'm, I'm so grateful for her. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, as you know, our little 10-year-old. Yep, he's 10 now. I guess he was nine probably when he came on with you before. Eight or nine, I think. Well, eight, I think eight. It, it was eight. It? Yeah, it was think, eight. Yeah, um, he's 10 now. Yeah. So Sandy's going to go get him. And I'll get him because we always bring him on and ask a couple questions because he used to ask only one question. Now he asks three questions. That's great. Yeah. So we're building him up. I'll get involved because, I mean, when I got in front of a camera, that's what boosted my confidence as a kid. You know, that it really helped me. Yeah, like we'll do a YouTube short or TikTok and all that. Uh, and and he loves it when he sees the views go up. <laughs> yeah i mean it's a confidence booster and then it's like and it's like sometimes you do a short and it stays a zero all day and then it shoots straight up yeah he'll be king of the playground for sure because <laughs> <laughs> that's the you know that's the crazy thing about social media you know you know sometimes you go to delete a video that's gotten nothing but if you'd have waited a little bit longer, it would have took off. You just never know when their timing is going to push it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. So what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food, you said? Yes. Um, That's a tough one. I'm a Southern girl, so any Southern food. Uh, I love me some ribs, steak, um, mm. good old mashed potatoes, peach cobbler, anything Southern. <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? Mine is pizza. 
Pizza, I do love some good pizza, especially the kind they make in the oven brick, you know, the good <laughs> Italian places. <laughs> okay, so what's your TV show? My favorite TV show, um, anything reality TV. I hate uh, to that. I love um, keeping up with the Kardashians, and it's my guilty pleasure, honestly. <laughs> I think your- our guilty pleasure was which one that we were really guilty uh, pleasure was Siesta Key, wasn't it? Probably Siesta Key. Yeah. I've heard good things about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Hey, I grew up on SpongeBob. I'll still watch it to this day. Mm. I'm that that was my show and i know so many people that don't let their kids watch spongebob but i was like that's what raised me like nobody talked to me but spongebob (laughs) (laughs) okay so what's your movie favorite movie um i love the hunger games i don't know if you've ever seen that one that one's a really good one and i love sweet home alabama with reese wow that's a good one yes what's yours mine's the minions minions I, I grew up on those too. I remember going to see those in theaters with my mother. Yeah, we just saw the Minions too. The new one. The yeah. new one at the theater. I forgot there was a new one. I've seen so many people on TikTok going in suits to the movie theater to watch <laughs> it. Minions. Yeah. And it's really cool because it's you know it's the rise of Gru when he was little. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll have to go check it out. So, so it takes it takes you back for how he got to where he is. Right, right. Really, really cool movie. Yeah, bye, thanks. Bye, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, he loves to be on the show. As you know, he's been on 98% of them probably. So he has. That's so cool. It really is. And we're getting close to 600 shows. Getting close. Congratulations. Well, thanks. But yeah, when, um, I know I loved stepping into like my parents' world, even though it wasn't in entertainment, you know, nothing this cool. Like I was water girl at my dad's football games. So I mean, it's really cool when you get to do something with your parents like that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the collabs you've gotten to do. Collabs. Um, I've worked with people on different co-writings. I would say that's like the most consistent Mm -hmm. collabs. Um, Trying to think. I've been a lot of solo stuff lately, but uh, I don't know. I got to collab with some really cool writers for this new project that I'm doing. So Jason Hamer, Tyler Krasafi, um, this last writer was on, um, was Josh Corson. He was on the song and Jason Hamer and me. Um, so just collaborating on a day-to-day basis with different writers is, is a really cool thing, you know, to do. Love that. <clears throat> so, um, who would you? Well, who would um, be your ideal co-write with? Um, Hillary Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> the two Hillary's coming together. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's funny. Huh? There's a show on the radio that we've heard. I always laugh at this called the Chris and Chris. Or, or, it's or, two it's two the two two guys named Chris. Chris. And yeah. I'm like, well, me and little Chris could do the Chris and Chris show. <laughs> <laughs> so the Hillary and Hillary. Yeah. has been a person that I've looked up to since I was probably eight years old. And mm. honestly, I didn't connect with the writing side of things until I got a little bit older. Writing really yeah. scared me and intimidated me. So for me to have just loved her so much back when I didn't even love writing, that yeah. just, mm-hmm. like I'm obsessed with every song she does. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? 
Ooh, that's a good one. There's been a lot of those. Um, it's not a super popular one, but Small Town Hypocrite, Kaylee Hammock. Um, oh, yeah. But I love that song. Bible in the 44, Ashley McBride. Oh, that's um, and I will always love you by Dolly, like the oh, most classic, classic song. I mean, you can't <laughs> you can't go wrong there. Yeah, anything <laughs> Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you want to be in five years? I want to do a lot in five years. <laughs> um, hopefully, I'll make the move to Nashville, God willing. Um, mm -hmm. I'll be touring more. I want to sign a record deal, maybe a publishing deal. Um. And I want to be making the music still that I want to make. And yeah. I want to do it on my terms, too, because there's a lot of people in this industry that will try and run you over. There's some yeah. great people yeah. in it. There's some people that will try and take advantage of you. So hopefully five years, I'll be clear of those. <laughs> and you got to be careful because um, I've heard several stories of this from artists where um, a label will come. And, you know, again, labels are great in their sense but they do have some bad things with some labels but a label will come to somebody and say we would love to sign you well of course the artist is so excited it's a major label they want to sign they don't get no attorney to overlook the contract so mm -hmm. they sign and the next thing you know the label says what well, because they were what the happens was the they're competing with somebody they put millions of dollars in so yeah. now they shelf you for three years yeah I mean, that's definitely something that is very scary. Um, definitely uh, get an attorney to look over yourself. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. To have. But oh, wow. I think, you know, again, labels can be super beneficial, but I do think everyone needs to be careful with any type of agreement. They yeah. Do. Oh, absolutely. Just because so many of them can be detrimental, but so many of them can be great. So just make sure you really think about it from all angles. I know in the past where I failed is just thinking about things from my perspective and not really taking a day to sit in the other person's shoes about what, you know, what motives does this person have and what do they yeah. really want out of this? And I think if I would have done that, I would have been clear to some stuff, but you know, I'm here now. I'm doing good. <laughs> Finally, um, you know, but yeah, I think definitely be careful with any agreement before you enter into it because it'll be, years long contracts <laughs> <laughs> love that so um let's look 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale whatever that looks like for you you feel like you've made it what do you hope you never forget on that journey i don't want to forget the i hate to say this but it's true i don't want to forget how other people in the industry Lord forgive me, but are scamming other people in the industry. Yeah, like, um, I want to be one of those people that's an advocate for, you know, young artists that mm -hmm. really shows them, you know, some of these people who are taking advantage of their hard earned money and everything that they do and their time and energy. Yeah. So I want to make sure if I ever get to some level of success that I speak out on things that I've seen, um, different scams and people that have taken advantage of people and just things you shouldn't see in this industry. Cause this is a good industry. It is, it creates wonderful feelings. You get to connect with people on a different level, like no other. It's a really amazing thing and it shouldn't be, shouldn't have toxicity thrown into yeah. it with right. other. 
So I want to make sure if I get established that I'm able to speak out on some things and really help young artists. I would love to start some type of consulting slash artist development on mm-hmm. a um, on a fundraising basis, yeah. scholarship mm-hmm. basis, because I know so many that, you know, people just can't afford. And yeah. so you have no idea what to do in the industry when you're starting out. So I would really love to do something like that on a scholarship basis with young kids. You really want to pursue this as a career. Love that. For yeah. something like me that I needed back when. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are some things that inspire you? Um, I, There's so much that inspires me. Other artists, you know, that I look up to. Um, my family is a huge inspiration for me seeing, you know, where they started versus where they are now, just in different things, you know. Um, there's so many, really. I mean, I can't even list them all. God <laughs> inspires me, everything. Yes. And what would you like for your legacy to be in music? What would you like to be known and remembered for? I would like to be known and remembered for the fact that I actually had some twang in my voice and some traditional <laughs> country aspects, you know. Um, I really want to hope to bring some of that back, you know. I know and which I'm not dissing pop country at all. I've made pop country music. I like pop country music. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. need to hearing some fiddles sometimes and some steel mm-hmm. sometimes. And I'm hoping to be one of those people that, you know, can bring it back. And also one of those people that stands up for other people. Like I mentioned earlier, like younger artists in the um, yeah. Oh, we love that. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Thank y'all for sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, I'm I'm so appreciative for each and every one of them. They honestly have no idea. Um, just thinking that I've been doing this since I was like nine, you know, nine, ten, mm-hmm. around nine, that they've stuck around a lot of them for that long. Even if they're new, I appreciate everything. I appreciate every like, every stream, every follow, everything. You know, even if you don't do any of that, you just can mm-hmm. look at. My- it helps and you really don't know how much it helps. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Now, as we start to close out here, I've got a kind of a two part question since you're a younger artist. Um, Cause I like that. I kind of flipped the script on the second question, but the first question is um, to end this is what advice would you give that person that wants to do what you do? Um, Make sure you're grounded in your music, in your love for your music. Um, once you start, you know, focusing all your energy on numbers and analytics and this and that, I mean, all of that's going to fluctuate. And honestly, Mm -hmm. you don't have that much control over it. Like you can do certain things to help things and obviously put the (laughs) behind it. But at the end of the day, it's going to fluctuate. So if you're not happy with your music and what you're doing, then you know, it becomes a little bit toxic. I've even had that in the past where, I, I mean, I've obviously always loved music and that's been my main thing, but where I focus too much on like, oh, are, are these streams up this month and this and that? And then it's made my love of music suffer and lack. And I haven't focused my attention yeah. on making my music better. So I've had to take that step back and like readjust my brain a little bit. So that it helps you so much because your mental health really suffers when you don't stay focused on your love for music. Mm-hmm. Now, being that you have a momager, um, 
The second part of that question is what advice would you give that parent that has a child that wants to do what you do? Um, I would, it's hard for me to answer that just because I'm the kid, you know, and I'm just, <laughs> uh, but, um, I would say to the parents, I mean, this is one thing mine really struggled with. There was a lot of ups and downs in this business. So when they saw me go through the downs, it was really hard for them to, you know, see me like that. And they would automatically want to be like, no, you don't need to do this. Let's just put you back in regular school and you can, you know, follow that path. So just make your, your kids are going to go through the ups and downs with anything they do. So if they really love this, it's best to start supporting them now rather than when they're 20 and they don't have that support system. Yeah. You can yeah. kind of guide them on how to do this um, and keep a, keep a good brain, keep a good, keep a good control on how to do everything with all this, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, your kids are going to play in bars, whether that be, now or when they're 25 or whenever you know I my mom was with me when I was in bars I obviously can't drink but I saw other people like in my band my not my band now but old band members maybe get a little too hammered <laughs> I mean so learning I, lessons I, yeah right I learned to set the boundary that hey you can't have a drink before we go on stage because this is a job what you do on your own time after is your business. So I would have never learned how to set that boundary if my mom would have not been with me and supporting me early on. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. and there's so many right. little lessons like that throughout it. My mom's taught me how to keep my composure when I wanted to, you know, scream at somebody because they're trying to rip somebody off or something, you know, some stupid little crap like that. Or, you know, scream out of frustration that the numbers weren't here and they were here instead. You know, so she's taught me to really stay grounded and level-headed and know how to walk into a room and be confident in what I'm saying. And I love that because if you get technical, the power is in your boundaries. You know, right. a lot of people, a lot of people believe that your power is in, I can do anything, but you yeah. really can't. Yeah. You, you know, if you're going to, you can, you can do anything that's focused, but you can't do everything. And Absolutely. so the power is in those boundaries. For sure. And I mean, my mom has taught me how to set those boundaries, set those boundaries within myself and with other people. You know, um, I'm one of those people. I'm a very type A personality. So, <laughs> you know, like we show up on time to practice, We, but we're also going to finish and we're going to make this the best show possible and we're going to stick this out, you know. So she's taught me how to set those boundaries and set those expectations, not only for other people working with me, but for myself. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm definitely one of those overachiever people to where it's annoying. So, <laughs> I mean, but she's the one that taught me how to do that. You can do something you put your mind to as long as you give it your all. So as we close out here, any final thoughts? Well, we've discussed so much. <laughs> um, I will say that um, my song is out today. If you want to go listen to it, all the good ones are crazy. It's on all streaming platforms. The lyric video is out today as well. Um, and then Friday, August the 12th, the music video will be out. So I'm really excited for everybody to see that. And yeah, I think we had a great conversation today. We discussed a lot, but <laughs> thank y'all for having me on. And tell everybody how they can find you. Mm -hmm. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at official Hillary Reese. Love wow, that. Love you know, it. we really enjoyed having you on a second time and we definitely look forward to having you again. Thank y'all so much. I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all's day. 
Uh, you, too. you too. Thanks for your time today. Bye.